Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. Uh, this afternoon, I have CJ from AmazonSellerLawyers.com. And CJ, and I will be talking about Amazon suspension and how to avoid them and intellectual property rights. Hi, CJ. Good morning. Good morning. I guess good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, CJ, for your time this afternoon. Um, so uh, before we start, CJ, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, sure. My name is C.J. Rosenbaum. I am partners in a law firm in New York called Rosenbaum Familaro, and our website is AmazonSellersLawyer.com. Uh, sellers is plural, lawyer is singular, AmazonSellersLawyer.com. And we help sellers all over the world to avoid suspensions, and if they lose their account or they lose a product, we help them get their accounts back as quickly as possible by writing plans of action to submit to Amazon. And we also help sellers all over the world with intellectual property issues, either uh, building their intellectual property rights when they develop their private label brands or defending themselves against the brands who accuse them, usually with no basis, of violating intellectual property rights. Yeah, so we are in a really interesting stage of selling on Amazon, you know. Um, yes, everybody's uh, growing their sales, but what sort of uh, concerns, um, major concerns you see from Amazon sellers these days? Uh, the major concern I see is that the larger brands are becoming a lot more savvy at protecting themselves. Um, they used to just make tons and tons of baseless complaints against sellers, um, and we were very, very easily able to get the sellers back on. But the brands now are getting a little bit smarter. Um, in terms of how they make their complaints and when they assert their complaints. So so that concerns me a bit for sellers. So sellers have to also step up their game and be able to defend themselves and also avoid certain brands that they continue to sell and not necessarily, you know, be married to a product, but be married, you know, to the business of, of making money. Okay. So, yeah, you've rightly mentioned about brands putting complaints against a seller. Why, in what, in what situations, you know, if there are common situations that brands complain, what would they be? Well, well, let's take a really bad case scenario like Apple. Apple is relentless at making complaints against sellers, whether they're right or wrong. And what Apple will do is they won't give the seller any warning. They'll just make a complaint on Amazon and cause the account to get suspended or the products to come down. And they do it when you're selling genuine lightning cables, and they do it when you're selling counterfeit lightning cables. So they're really relentless. Um, at, there were several points in time where we were very, very successful at beating them back. Uh, that kind of comes and goes depending on which lawyer for Apple is actually making the complaint. Because just like everybody else, some of them are very good and others are, are kind of shoddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, so for a third-party seller, it's, it's, it's a worrying scenario now if you are selling brands. So how can we avoid, as a third-party seller, suspension? Okay. One thing you want to do is first avoid brands that are just causing sellers problems. You know, do the research, call me up, email me, and we'll tell you what brands to avoid. Uh, Number two, you want to make sure that you are delivering to the consumer what they would pick up in a brick-and-mortar store, uh, like health and beauty items, for example, or nutritional supplements. The packaging changes so frequently that an Amazon seller may have last year's packaging and when it shows up at the consumer's door, it doesn't match 
you know, what they would see in a brick and mortar store. So you want to make sure that you are on top of the products. What do they look like in brick and mortar and what are you delivering? Uh, when it comes to intellectual property, you want to make sure you're not using anybody else's pictures, anybody else's images, and you're not cutting and pasting anybody else's verbiage. It's really easy to create your own listing or to hire a company who can do it very, very well. You shouldn't cut and paste or copy and paste anybody else's verbiage. Okay, so you've rightly started talking about intellectual property. So you've said, um, is, is it just images and the product info information? Is that right? When it comes to copyright complaints, that is it for sellers. Images and verbiage. That's it. Just don't copy and paste someone else's pictures or verbiage, and you should be okay when it comes to copyright law. Okay. So say, for example, if our listings get copied or our, our images get copied, so is it easier to put complaints against another seller? You know, unfortunately, uh, and fortunately on Amazon, um, it's very easy to make a complaint. And Amazon doesn't really seem to have really any review system. So anybody can make a complaint against another seller. Anybody can accuse that seller of violating their intellectual property rights. And they'll usually cause a suspension or at least the loss of, of an ASIN, of a product. Oh, wow. Okay. So have you seen, with these complaints, have you seen a, a competitor a wrongfully complaining against somebody else's? Every day. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Every single day we see that. And Amazon does not have a, a good dispute, doesn't have any dispute resolution system, but seller versus seller. But as a law firm, if someone makes a baseless complaint, whether it's intellectual property rights or they're just doing – they're just buying your product and then returning it, yeah. we're very good at getting those, those issues resolved because we can show that it is a competitor and many times – and we can then make a complaint, you know, against them. Uh, we, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't suggest that people do that. That's really, in my opinion, unfair competition. Yeah. But if any of your listeners have been subjected to complaints by competitors, give us a call. Uh, we we can help you with that. Those are slam dunks for us. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you know, if if someone comes to you and uh, you know uh, with a problem with any any suspension, whether it's to do with IP or a the account is suspended. How how quickly can you resolve those sort of situations? Well, we get our plans of action. You know, you hire us. We write a plan of action for the seller to submit it to Amazon. As soon as you hire us, you'll get a phone call from us that we're starting your file. You'll get a phone call as we're writing it. We'll tell you when we're sending it back to you and make sure we have everything correct because you know sellers know their business better than anybody else. And so our turnaround time is usually two business days at most. Uh, we can't control how fast Amazon responds. Of course. On average, most suspensions are, you know, four days, five days, or four or five business days, so about a week. Yeah. Um, but many we resolve the same day, and there are definitely some that, you know, unfortunately take a little bit longer. But you're looking at about a week with our turnaround time, uh, usually no more than two days. Okay, excellent. So... With the rules on Amazon, whether it's the terms of conditions or any other rules on intellectual property, or is there any new thing uh, that you are seeing that's, uh, that's appearing lately? Review manipulation suspensions were rampant. They only stopped maybe a week or so ago. Right. Um, a lot of sellers were using click farms 
or certain launch companies and doing some things to really drive up sales and get reviews very, very quickly. Yeah. And Amazon came down like a, like a ton of bricks. So the best way to grow your business is organically. It takes more time. It takes more patience. But it builds you a long-term, you know, stable business. Um, inauthentic issues as the brands enforce their rights more. You see Amazon asking for invoices more and more. And I've got a whole list of things that your, your listeners should really look for on invoices when they are sourcing their products, you know, when they're buying their goods to resell. And there's a lot of things that I've learned through Amazon arbitrations where I get to cross-examine Amazon's witnesses. And I, I can't publish them, but in my head, I just have a, a list that I'm happy to provide to any seller so they know what their invoices should say on them in case they need to provide it to Amazon. Sure, sure. Okay, I think that's that's been really good, uh, very helpful conversation, CZ, uh, with regard to suspension and intellectual property rights. Is there is there any closing comments you want to put out before we close this conversation? Well, you know, most people when they're interviewed at the end of this, at the end of their their talk, they they tell you to call them or email them. I'm not going to do that. Okay, um, if anybody wants to email us or call us, go to our website. Yeah, you know, we also have several books. I'll send you free copies of our books. So what I what I would like to do to close yeah. it is to ask every single listener who's also shopping on Amazon to use the Amazon Smile program. Sure. And what that is, every time you buy something, Amazon will donate a small portion of the sale to a charity, and the charity that we suggest is called the Ty Lewis Campbell Foundation. T Y Ty Lewis Campbell Foundation. Um, it was started by a friend of mine who lost his son to brain cancer mm. and they raised money to find better treatments and cures for pediatric cancers. So, um, if you need information from me, if you found anything I say useful or entertaining, um, Amazon smiles cost you nothing and pick the Ty Lewis Campbell foundation. And again, if your if your listeners want to contact me and I'll give them a list of, of things they need to look for in their invoices, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to help sellers all over the world. Okay, brilliant. So, uh, do you want to quickly mention your email address or um, website details there, Cesar? Sure. Uh, it's AmazonSellersLawyer.com. Sellers is plural, lawyer is singular. And my email address is simply CJ. You know, my name's CJ. So, it's CJ at AmazonSellersLawyer.com. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Cesar, for your time today. Great speaking with you. I love being on the show. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.